Hey man, I'm going to feel so great tomorrow when I finally get this haircut. Yeah, I bet you look homeless. Wow. Uh, it's not my fault you look homeless. Thank you, D. Hey, no problem, man. I if I can't keep it real with you, who can? Yeah. Right. How have you been since last time we saw each other? You mean Monday? Yes. Nigga, it's Friday. We usually see each other Monday and Thursday. Uh, I mean, I've, I've been good. I mean, same as usual. Yeah. How about you? I'm just glad that I'm having this vacation come up, if you want to call it that. Call whatever you want. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I think so. It's going to be fun for the two individuals on the show. I know that much. I mean, everything's fun for me. The amount of pre-production I did for Monday show. We're either going to get a whole lot of praise or this show will not exist anymore. Thanks to Viacom. And you're going to push your luck no matter what, huh? Look, man, I'm all in. Saying I'm all in and then doing something that may stop the show in the track seems... I'm all in. They, you never know. They might, hit us, they might hit us up. Hey, man, we didn't even think about using Nickelodeon Arcade. You know what I'm saying? I'm not thinking about using anything that's copyrighted. That's, that's no, all you. No, it's not copyrighted, I think. I don't know. We'll get to the legal thing. We'll get to the legal part when we get to it. You ready to start the show, man? Yeah. Welcome to another episode of This Ain't a Podcast featuring Spread. D. That's it. That's all I got. All right, cool. Back to Mortal Kombat. I mean, what do we have to talk about, D? The game last night was horrible. The game tonight is going to is a wrap. What game last night? The Bucks and the Bears. Oh, I didn't even watch it. See? Not because of the people playing. I just was watching something more interesting. What were you watching more interesting in the game? Uh, I'm not even saying that to be sarcastic. I'm saying that. Scary movies with my brother. How was that, D? It was good. You and your brother have been having a lot of bonding time lately, too. 
it's always been like this. Always. But he really likes scary movies. And I really like scary movies. So October, we usually like- see each other more than already, which is, we already see each other a lot. But in October, we usually see each other more than that already. I like horrible movies that had high expectations. If that makes sense. Like, I, I like movies. You like to be let down is what it sounds like. No, it's, it's <laughs> not that. It's like, it's like. That's, that's what it sounds like. No, it's like. What's a, what's a good example of that? Remember the Hercules movie that The Rock was in? Vaguely. That movie had high expectations because obviously The Rock was in it, right? Yeah. I didn't watch it in theaters or anything, but I watched it like on Netflix or whatever, and I was like, oh man, this is a great little... I've never even seen it. It's it's For me, I love those type of movies because it's like, it kills time. Matter of fact, if you didn't mention it ever, I would forget it existed. See? See what I mean? It was a movie with high expectations that ended up that Tarzan movie that came out with Samuel Samuel L. Jackson in it. I don't, I don't, the live action one? Yes. Oh, okay. It was either Tarzan or King Kong. I can't remember, but Samuel L. Jackson had no business being in a safari with a whole bunch of white people. I think it was King Kong. Either way, I watched both of those. Movies with high expectations just didn't hit the mark. I like watching those, but I like watching those when like when there's nothing on. I like to watch those. No, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to watch a movie I don't want to see, no matter when it comes on. Because it might, some of them might like surprise me about. All right, this this would have been all right. I watched like game film. Oh, well, man, if, if like, they did this, if I had no interest in watching it when it was coming out in theaters, I'm not gonna watch it ever after that. Like, unless somebody's like, hey, this is on. I'm watching it, and you're here, so. And then I just amplify that with horror, like, horror movies, because it's like, you had X amount of dollars in a budget, and. But you can say that about every single movie ever ever made. You well, I'm just saying, extra, like. You had you, a budget. You, and... you had, like, this high budget, like, it's a zombie movie, and you had to dress up, like, 180 people as zombies to walk down the street and whatnot. And it's like the movie only made $45 in Regal Cinemas. So back to my earlier point, you just like being let down. No, because you're saying it like I went in. Um, your, your, exact, your exact thing was I like to watch movies with high expectations that don't meet those. Yes, I'm saying, so. saying when they were released, they had these high expectations of what they were supposed to do only for it to be like a box office bomb. So I'm not watching it going, oh, man, it's going to be a great movie. I've already known that this movie is trash. I just like to watch them. If that makes sense. See, you are coming off of, I went to the movie theaters, I paid money, and I watched this movie. No, I'm not. No, 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 no. No, I'm not. You could be let down for free. No. I'm not saying I'm letting, I'm being let down. That's not, I'm not saying I'm being let down. I'm saying that a whole bunch of people thought that this movie was going to be the next Harry Potter series or whatever. Only for it to be absolute trash. I like to watch those. No, all right. That's on you then. I don't I don't like watching movies that I have no interest in watching. 
I feel like that's a waste of two hours. Yeah. That's like if there's a game on and I have no interest in anything about it, I'm not going to watch it. For me, it depends. On like, what? La- like last night, I didn't watch that game to the fourth quarter. I was never going to watch that game. And that's only because I forgot because I was too busy celebrating the Braves actually going to the NL championship. Actually doing what they were supposed to do. Yeah. Like two years ago. So I was like, oh, shit, I forgot there's a football game. Because at first I thought the finals was yesterday until I forgot that they they pushed it. They pushed it to tonight. Uh, so, yeah, that fourth quarter was horrible. Hey, man, Tom Brady forgot what down it was. I saw that. I watched that after. in real time. I said, does he not know what down, <laughs> what down this is? He forgot he checked the ball. Yeah, I was never going to watch that game. I don't I don't enjoy watching the Bears play football. The Bears are just one of those teams. The Bears, the Lions. Unless you're a fan of that team, I just don't. Um, or if you just hate that team, you want to watch them lose or the whatever. The Cardinals. But. There's just certain teams that just sound boring when you think about them. And I you just, think about the history. Yeah, there's really just no desire for me to watch. I mean, a sporting event with any Chicago teams right now, to be honest with you. The, the Washington team? <laughs> if, we're being, if we're being real, there isn't a Chicago team out right now that makes me want to turn the TV on. Like, there are just certain franchises where I'm like, oh, my God, that's, that's, that's a boring-ass team. Yeah, and I mean, if it wasn't for baseball being a boring show anyway, I would maybe watch the White Sox. They seem cool. They all wear go chains and shit. That sounds like my type of party. <laughs> but other than that, like if your outfielder it, isn't wearing a Cuban link, what the fuck is this? It's and it's not even like if <laughs> it's not enough to draw me in and be like, hey, watch our games. Like, nah, Chief. Sorry. I know you're rich. I know what the payrolls are like at baseball. <laughs> That's you don't have enough chains. <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot I mean, I don't there's I don't there's not a whole lot of like, if my Yankees lose tonight and then the Lakers win tonight, I'm done. I'm, like, I don't – there's going to be, like, a handful of football games I'm going to watch for the rest of the season. I, like, I don't, I don't know, man. I think, I'm, I think I'm sportsed out, which is weird to say since we went through a long time it's with because, no sports. It's because they were all thrown in at the same time. Yeah, and then, so, like, yeah. having the emotional connection with the Lakers that I have – that's been this has been a roller coaster year. I'm just exhausted. <laughs> like, I'm tired. I want I'd want them to finish the shit off tonight so I could be so I could be over. Like I'm I'm tired of showing all these people why they're idiots. <laughs> you see somebody said Jimmy Butler is gonna play game six regardless. Oh my god. And he's gonna be in a hotel by himself. <laughs> He's going to fire up 2K right after the game, but I nah, nigga. He's going to get the rest <laughs> of the heat. It ain't over. He's going to get the rest of the heat and the coaches and shit. No, nah, we playing game six. It ain't no, over. Jimmy, 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 the, the series is over. It's over, Jimmy. No, it's not. Well, I, like, I don't even have, like, I can't even, I'm not even going to talk shit to Heat fans. Because why? They've actually made it a, a pretty good series, considering and they haven't been talking shit like that. We already shut the little white boy down. So he ain't gonna do that snarling shit no more. 
what else is there? Jimmy Butler has everybody respect, so he's not catching no strays. Nigga, I'm about to if this if this game goes like I think it's gonna go, I'm gonna log on to Twitter.com and I'm gonna spend a lot of the see a lot of the wee hours of the night talking shit about the Clippers and Celtics. <laughs> Maybe a little dash of Giannis Atatakumpo in it. Cause all these motherfuckers are frauds. I'm gonna talk shit about the Clippers because, well, it's obvious. I've been loading the Clippers pack for a good month now. I'm going to talk shit about the Celtics because guess what, niggas? It's a tie. You no longer have the most championships in, in the NBA. It's a tie now. Congratulations. I'm going to talk shit about Giannis because he still shouldn't have been defensive player of the year to me. How are you defensive player of the year, dog, and you don't want to lock down the best player on the other team? How? Have you ever seen that? Not, not. Growing up, no. I remember shit. Even with LeBron, I remember that nigga LeBron wasn't even in the running for defensive player of the year, but that nigga was playing the Bulls. It was like, no, 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 come here, D Rose. <laughs> don't go nowhere. I'm on you. Like I don't get it. Even Anthony Davis was was up there with Jimmy Butler the other day. Like how do you how do you sit back as the defending the reigning defensive player of the year? You watch this and be like, yeah, I deserve this trophy. While you sitting at home and you had the best record in the NBA. <coughs> I don't understand. And then, and then sat out a game. I don't, I don't understand. Like, and that's why I don't understand why people bash LeBron so much. Because when you look at like his fucking like playoff stats, he's never missed a playoff game. Ever. Dude is like either one or two in every statistical category there is for the playoffs. How do you not enjoy watching this dude do what he does? I'm going to tell you how. A lot of these niggas had teams that they thought was going to get their rig only for LeBron to be like, mm, you thought. But for that reason, for that same reason, why wouldn't you hate Jordan? I was about to say, Jordan did that to a lot of teams. A lot of the Knicks. You can't tell me there's a Knicks fan that doesn't hate Michael Jordan's guts. The that doesn't Knicks, make sense to me. The Jazz, the Suns. The Magic. I'm not going to say the Supersonics. I would say the Supersonics. Because they're one opportunity, and they had a really good season that year. That was the year to do it. No, I think I think the Knicks were good, like great that year too. I think the Knicks would have got well, it that year. Remember, the SuperSonics were. I mean, I don't, I don't think. No, I don't think that the Knicks would have beat. I the think Super that's Sonics the year that, the that Pat Riley. No, I think that was the year that Pat Riley was like the coach, and they were like up until they met. I think that was either the year where Patrick you and missed a layup. No, that was against Indiana, year. or that was the year that. They played against Mike. I can't. All I know, like. You really don't focus on the losers that much. Yeah, You You, people drag LeBron through the mud for losing in finals. Okay, I get it. How hard it is to get to the finals? He's been a 10 out of the last, no, this is 10th. He's been an 8 out of the last 9. Like, you know how hard it is to do that? And then to go, like, back to back some years? It's impossible. Do you see the teams that he took to the finals? from, From Miami? Through Cleveland, from that Miami run, through the Cleveland run, he didn't miss a finals. Think about that team in 07 that he took to the finals. Dog, as a young boy. Like, I don't even know if he was old enough to drink yet. Like, they had no business being in the finals that year. business being in the finals that year. And And they had to go up against the Spurs. And he put them, literally put them on his back and was like, let's go. Are you serious? But we're looking at these teams now. And these dudes ain't even sniffing the finals right now with super teams. 
And you got to think about how loaded the East was back when he was. Yes, that's too. when the East was like locking shit down. That's back when Detroit still had their core team. Because remember, he had to go through Detroit that year. He had to do. He had to do like superhero shit for that series. I think. I think that's the year where the Boston. Yeah. It was either that year or the year after oh, where yeah. it was that Boston. Boston was the year after. Okay. Yeah. Because he he made them change up. Yes. This this young kid made the the league. He's the that's why I say you need to thank LeBron for super teams. Not because of the heat, but because they saw this dude doing what he was doing, and Boston was like, no, we have to load up. He had to go up against Washington. That team was actually pretty good. Yeah, and they had his number too for a little bit. They was getting to him. I think that was the year where he walked up to Gilbert, uh, Gilbert and was like, you missed this. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Dog, and that was, when, that was when Gilbert was a dog. That's back when he was Agent Zero. Yes. Like, we people will drag LeBron's name through, and all he's done is win. He missed the playoffs one year after, like, his rookie year or something like that because of an injury. And if you look at our team last year, everybody was injured. Nobody was bringing that team. Yeah, I think y'all still would have made it if he wasn't injured. If he didn't get injured? I think we, he had like a groin injury or something like that. Yeah, we were fourth in the East, and then we smacked the uh, smacked the uh, Warriors up on Christmas in Golden State. If he was healthy all year, we're going to the playoffs as, as one of the top seats. And we're making noise. That in it, within itself... The only thing that could derail him from being great is an, an injury that lingers for months. You ask any person in the any person that's played sports at any level how a groin injury feels, and tell them how long it took them to really get away. Look look at CP three and his hamstring injuries. Come on, man. Like I'm not saying he's the greatest to ever touch a basketball. But I don't think the argument is, is as wide as people make it out to be. You motherfuckers, I'm, Jordan got injured that one time early in his career. Came back, won some championships, and then left and came back like years later. We we idolized, we we put this dude on a pedestal, and he took his ball, was like, I'm out. Damn the reasons why he did it. I get it why he did it, but fuck all that noise. We're not talking about that. Since y'all don't want to really talk about off-the-court stuff when we're talking about on-the-court stuff, we're not talking about that. He took his ball and went home. He was like, I'm out. I'm out. And then we like to we like to criticize the Bulls front office back then for fucking things up. They put the best team around him that they could. When they thought they needed some more help in the paint, who they go out and get? Rodman. LeBron had Dan Gilbert. It was LeBron and a bunch of people that worked at fucking Skinny Dip. I want to look up this roster. It's disgusting, dog. I've seen this. It's so nasty. I want to. I really want to look up this roster for. It's disgusting. And we thought Kobe had it bad those years before Powell came between between Shaq and Powell. Nah. <laughs> nah. Holy shit! All right, I just found it. All right. He had Shannon Brown, Daniel Gibson. A young Shannon Brown, too. Drew Gooden, Zadrunas Ilgowskis, mm. Damon Jones, Scott Pollard, Eric Snow, Anderson Verjao. The, the walking skeleton of Eric Snow by that point. 
David Wesley. I can't even pronounce his last name. Sasha Pavlicic. Uh, yep. Pavlic. Yeah, something like that. Danielle Marshall. Ira Newbell. And and he was, who's his coach that year? Was that uh, Mike Brown? I think yeah, that was Mike Brown. I think. Now, mind you, outside of Anderson Virgil, after LeBron, matter of fact, nobody can tell me with certainty that any of these people played after that finals. They finished second in the NBA Central Division. They were fifty and thirty-two. Yeah, because Pistons, the Pistons were in that division. Yeah. Nobody can tell me with without looking it up with 100% certainty that any of those players outside of Anderson Verjaw played a game after that finals. That's how bad that roster was. I think No, I think Sejunas uh, went to Orlando, I think, and played with Dwight. If I asked you, if I put a gun to your head, it was like, you tell me that with 100% certainty, or I'm going to shoot you in the head, would you feel confident in that? I mean, I don't know why you want to just put a gun to my head because of that. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, gun to your head. You answer this correctly, or you die. Do you feel the confidence to to answer this question? That question. I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm just. Just, I'm just, just say no. Just say no. <laughs> you like, do it too much. No, man. You dancing. You dancing now. Just don't put a gun to my head, man. Like, see, he's dancing around because he knows I'm right. I'm not saying you weren't. I'm not. I'm not debating that. He I'm just took, saying he took. The Mount Trashmore YMCA All-Star team to the finals at the ripe age of, like, maybe 21. And this is the dude that y'all want to – all he do is go out there and compete at the highest level possible. And if you get him once, he's going to come back and try to get you. Remember, Golden State had to go get <laughs> one of the best players of all time. To come back at this dude at full strength. Because remember, you really you could really throw that first Warriors championship away. They played these dudes without anybody. It was LeBron was there with Matthew Della Vadova. Hell, that's a name I haven't heard in so long. Exactly. <laughs> I think Anderson was still there though. I think Anderson Verja was on that team. I think you're right. I think uh, Mike Brown was still on that team too. The, or, no, no, that was um, Blatt. Yeah, that was the, that was the Russian Blatt. mafia looking yeah. guy. Um, and and we're talking about the corpse of Anderson Verzal. They were pushing him up the court that year. Is Jericho was clean though? So you telling me, I'm we need to badmouth that dude? Now the only thing that I can hear from anybody is that Mavs year, which I get it. They they should the bed that year, but it wasn't just him. <laughs> like it, when you have a super team and one of your super team members, one of your Justice League people are, are fucking up, one of the other people supposed to be able to catch up. That never happened in that series. It was either LeBron was gonna ball out or Bosch and Wade were gonna be like, "Oh man, that's Bron's fault." I mean, if Brown would score fifty-seven, we would have we would have won. He only had forty-five or something. Like, I'm not saying that that was that series, but that was how it seemed. That with that series, if Braun wasn't going to be able to go crazy, they weren't going to win. I think we have reached a point to where, especially Kobe, was sort of the transition in this, where we had so much Michael Jordan fatigue. Yeah. 
and we were celebrating the 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 champion so much that when Kobe was going on that three-peat run and then he did the back-to-backs and everything, we sort of were like, yo, we're tired of seeing the same old, same old, yeah. in a way. Yeah. Which is the same thing that just happened to go to state. <clears throat> yeah, they're turning the villain super quick. With LeBron, it's like you always see him. No matter what jersey he's in, he's always going to be, other than like last year, Yeah, he's always going to be right here if he's not, if he's not in the finals he he lost the, the round before that like if you really wanted to, to like talk about the NBA finals in the last 25 years I think he's shown up more than a majority of the legends that we know now that's what I'm like the last 25 years he has 10 finals appearances that's that is bananas nobody Nobody's done that in the last that 25 years. That is bananas. Now, like, just imagine. Magic and Bird only met up like five times in the finals. See, my, here's my question. If he wins every one of those, I still think people wouldn't have the conversation that he's better than Jordan. I think it's because it was more or less he had to leave, he had to go, he did this, and Jordan did it with one team. See, and that's another thing. Why do y'all care? Why do y'all care? Okay, I'm going to talk for me. I'm not going to talk for everybody else. For me, it looks better. I know for a fact that this game is for championships, okay? But it looks better when you start with a team and you end with a team. Now... We're in the age of free agency, and you know we've we've seen some crazy trades in all sports lately. So it's more difficult to stay with one team, especially for like fifteen, twenty years, and win championships than it is to either be traded or to leave a team and go to another team that's probably set to win now. See, and that's why I don't like that. And I'm I'm a Kobe fan. I've loved Kobe for a very long time. He stayed with the Lakers the whole thing. Okay, cool. He was on the way out. And a lot of... See, this, I think we got wrapped up in repping for our team. To the point where we became de facto general managers and fucking presidents and owners. And we're like, how dare you leave and not stay? Okay. Look at... Throughout history, some of the people that have stayed on one team to the determinant of their legacy, Patrick Ewing. I'm just going to leave it there because I'm not even looking at I'm not even looking at those ring chasing years at the end. Okay. Because I'm I'm sorry if you name me a Patrick Ewing moment on the Magic. Exactly. No, I, and and I agree with you. For me, I feel like if you're dominant, it doesn't really matter what jersey you wear. Exactly. I think Wilt, exactly. I think Wilt Chamberlain really proved that. It was like and, he just went to different teams and, and he was still that dude. I'm more impressed by what LeBron has done because for the longest time, remember, everybody was like, he can't do this in the West. He'll never be able to do this in the West. The West is always going to kick his ass. I think his legacy 
was cemented when he brought Cleveland that championship. Oh, no. His legacy, to me at least, his legacy has been cemented. Yes, 2016, he was golden. Yeah, I, I think when he went back to Cleveland after the Miami years and he actually brought them Which, a championship. he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to. Yeah, he really didn't. He could have easily went to L.A. a little earlier. He could have went to L.A. He could have stayed in Miami and, and rang off a couple more rings. I think, yeah, the fallout between him and Pat Riley really ruined that. Um, but I don't, like, when I look at LeBron, I'm just like, okay, I see it. I see it. He has the same thing that Kobe had, that Mike had, that Magic and Larry had. He has that instinct of, that's supposed to be mine. The crazy thing is we killed him for not having the killer instinct so long for, for but I think I think a lot of us, maybe not you, maybe not me, I think a lot of people looked at the killer instinct as the last like two minutes of the game. Yeah, we didn't really focus they didn't really focus on He's, overall. I'm looking at like homeboy gets to the fourth quarter and if he got a lead, he's not losing. Yeah, we're not losing when it matters. And if they're down, no, we, we still got time left on the clock. Let's get it. Yes. That's how they won I've, that championship against Golden State. Yes, I watched this dude, and I think I got a more of appreciation for LeBron since that since 2016 because I watched these dudes be told. And I know they heard of me. I know they saw the media. You're down 3-1. You're done. No team has ever done this in the finals. You guys are finished. Pack it up and go home. And they were like, no, 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 no. We, we're still here. And what, watching that game seven, boy, if you ever want to show the pedigree of somebody, put them in a situation where they're not supposed to win a damn thing and then see how they act. All that dude did was ball. Him and Kyrie. Ball. And that little ingrate drives me crazy. Did you see that he said that that Kevin Durant is the best? He he he's happy that he doesn't have to uh worry about whether he could defer to the other person or not. No. Yes, that's what he said. He was like, finally I get a person I know I can get the ball to down in the stretch and he can get those shots. Oh shit. What? Boy, before LeBron came and rescued your in great ass, you were drowning. You hadn't, you don't even, you didn't even know what the playoffs were like. Remember, see, and I don't like how people have, they have, some of these players have such short memories. Dog, you couldn't lead a team and you still can't lead a team. You couldn't lead Boston. And they were right there without you. You, you were supposed to put them into the championship. I saw that uh, <laughs> somewhere they said uh, Steve Kerr is probably going to, you know, call a few plays here and there, but it's mainly going to be me and uh, Kevin Durant. Being a coach. Yeah. Coaching on the floor. Dog, and that's the – Oh, boy, Brooklyn in the world of hurt. Bro, Brooklyn, they got, all these, they got all these players that can ball on their own now. They are barely going to be able to touch the ball. This is like this is like what I was talking about earlier, man, with the movies, with the high expectations that just man, Brooklyn. Is, 
And I would say this is different only because they know what to do to make it work. But they're not going to they're going to revert back to ISO ball. Which for Kevin Durant, cool. You can do ISO ball. You're that big and that tall and that long that you can ISO anybody in the league. Kyrie going to get the dribbling boy. And he gonna, he's going to take shots. He's going to be like, why did you shoot that? Kyrie's the point guard, but he really has tendencies of a shooting guard. He's yeah, just going to shoot the ball. The, the way the two of them have been talking, they sound like two guys who have not played on the court together yet. And they haven't. They sound like two guys who just, like, oh, man, I like his game. And they haven't really played. And, and had They've watched each other from afar. And had something on the line. Other together. Than, and had to lead, be the leaders of the team. Yeah. That's, where, that's where Kyrie falls. Maybe not KD. I don't know how much of a, K, a leader KD was at Golden State. I'm assuming he was a good one. That's where Kyrie falls to the wayside. He's not a leader. And also, he's not healthy. He's never healthy. I think Kevin gave us a good enough sample size of him. He's a leader. leader. I'm, I'm going to say he's with, a leader. Oklahoma City. And, yes, absolutely. And yeah. No, he, he gave us enough. But but Kyrie, no. But, hey, there's a the difference. The Boston teams are moving better without him. There's a difference on being a leader on a team that's second, maybe conference finals, than being a leader on a championship team that's winning over and over again. We know that. It's really going to be hurtful when they, like, if they make seventh or eighth seed. Oh, God. Then what? Then what? They don't, they don't have no cap. They don't really have no cap space. They're, they're, uh, and then what happens if one of them gets injured again? Which history shows. Both of them are injury prone. Yes. And not like uh, he's out a game or two. He's out like three months. <laughs> those those do. Now, maybe not KD as much as Kyrie. Kyrie gets injured every season, it seems like. Every season. Something. Or he and it's just, always off of something that he did. It's always like off of a stutter step or something. Whether, like whether or not he's really truly injured the whole time or he just don't want to play, that's a whole other thing too. Kyrie will check out. Kyrie will check out on your team pretty quickly. We've seen it. He was checked out, he was checked out in Cleveland before LeBron got there. He checked out in Cleveland after LeBron got there because he was mad that he wasn't the, the big homie no more. He checked out in Boston after he told he told these fools in the beginning of the season, oh, I'm going to resign with y'all. You know how I knew he was lying? The next report wasn't that he resigned, that he signed an extension. Because if I tell you, if I come, I come to your little, everybody's in the garden, you're like, Yo, I'm going to resign with y'all, bet. If I'm Danny Ainge, I'm like, oh, well, I got the extension here. I think that's what happened. That's not what happened. He never signed no extension. No, I think Danny Ainge like hit him with a proposal. Oh, he tried, but that's how that's how I knew Kyrie was lying. Because if I say I want to stay here, I want to be here, I, I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm gonna sign the extension. Because how many times have we seen superstars sign? LeBron and them came to Miami and took less money. All of them. They all took less money. You telling me that Kyrie could have took this extension for maybe a little less than the max? And then they could have got another role player? 
That Boston team was already deep. What if they would have had more depth at big man? You never know. But that's where I look at him. I'm like, dog, your actions don't match your words. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do because I think they could be great, but I don't know. Everything's getting more difficult for these teams now. That's why I was, I was like, yo, we got, if we're going to win it, we got to win it this year. Because there's no telling what the NBA is going to look like next year. Golden State's going to be back. And they got this draft pick. What, they got number two? I think so. They got the second, the second pick in the draft. That's that's a very that's a very uh <laughs> that's a very good thing to have when you're getting all your core back and all you really need is a couple more little adjustments and you guys are ready to shoot the lights out again. That's that's scary. That's why I'll be waiting. Every time I see my phone go, I'm like, did they trade the second pit? It's like candy, it's like it's like candy man, dog. Like you walking around like shit, man. He gonna get me. That's what the second round pick, the second pick is. And then they got all these other teams that's that they have. They can do stuff. I don't know what the Clippers gonna do. I think they gonna fuck up though. Because yeah. here's here's the thing with the Clippers: they can't lose any of those people. They they can only add, but even in addition, it's like who are you gonna give up? Yeah. But and Montrezl Harrell is an unrestricted free agent. Which, if I was going to point out anybody other than the two stars on that team that they couldn't lose, it's him. That's the, that's, you can lose Pat Bev. You can lose any of those other people. You cannot lose Harold. But I think they're going to because some team's going to offer him a lot of money. And the Clippers don't have a lot of money to offer. So they're going to, like, you. That team was a specific, like, you have to have the right, the perfect storm for that team to win a championship. And I don't think they're going to get that. Well, it'll be great to watch. It'll be a great story to tell, especially um, tonight if, if the Lakers do win, just because of how we started 2020 with the loss of Kobe to yeah. – Watch these young fellas, and and it's mostly a young. Well, no, it's 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 a, it's a nice mix. It's a lot of people. Nice mix. It's a lot of people on the team that were kind of cast off, and said that they were done. It's a band of misfits. Rajon, everybody was like, Rajon's done. Dwight Howard proved Dwight, himself, and them being able, if they can win tonight, being able to win with those Kobe jerseys on means that Kobe is a. Is, he was already going to be a part of it anyway, but. Them being able to, the, the the pictures and shit you're gonna see yeah. from this is going to be with Kobe jerseys on. It's just a beautiful sports story. I, I I don't know how it will rank compared to like the Chicago Cubs winning the World Series or Cleveland winning that championship after air drought, but yeah, it will be. It's gonna be up there. Yeah, for the past and I would have to years. sit down and think about it. Um, of course, because of familiarity and uh. Just being the most current, everybody's gonna say this is the best best sports story ever, and you might be right. Yeah, you're gonna get that for a while. Um, just because, and we're not talking about like droughts are one thing, but to have the person that meant so much to not just the team but to that city and state, 
like I don't think people uh, some people don't realize how big Kobe was in California. Mm-hmm. He was the king of Cali. There wasn't anything Kobe could do wrong. Is it was one of those situations where when Shaq left, people were like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. But if Kobe was to leave, I remember when there was talks of Kobe like oh, leaving and going somewhere in two thousand four, and Stephen A. Smith almost lost his mind. Yeah. So, yeah, Kobe is synonymous. Like he, okay, he from Philly. He's synonymous with L.A. Yes, and then the fact that. The Lakers are owned by the family, the Bus family, that has that was responsible for Kobe getting there, staying there, through his whole career. Like a lot of these teams don't have their own by like owner, ownership groups or one person. And there's shout, there's not a lot of teams that are owned by families. Shout out to Jeannie Bus because I distinctly remember her holding him down throughout that whole sexual harassment thing. Yes. And, and shout out to Jeannie Buss because remember, a lot of those years that we sucked, her father wanted her brother to run the team. So after her father died, her brother ran the team. Well, it was a certain, they gave him, you have a certain amount of years to get us back to the playoffs and get us back to winning or Jeannie's taking over. Jeannie didn't want to take over the team because she knew her dad wanted her brother to do it. But for... Her to step in, take over, put the pieces in place to do what she, they had to do, and then not to not to miss this point. This is the first championship since their dad died. Yeah, because I think they won the last one in what two thousand ten. Like right before he died, they won the last championship. Yeah, I but believe. by then he had already lost his mind and everything. Like, well, that. he was he was sickly, yeah. but they he knew they won. Um, but this is the first one since he's actually been gone. So for Jeannie to take over the team and do everything she needed to do um, to get us back to where we are, one step away from winning a championship and winning that championship, it's going to, the emotion in that bubble after this game is going to be ridiculous. How are you going to feel as a Lakers fan? I, duh, I'm going to tell you this. We were a laughing stock for years. After Dwight left, we couldn't land free agent, good free agents. We I, See, a lot of these Laker fans are new. They wasn't with us when Jeremy Lin was our starting port guard. They wasn't with us going through these, these lineups of people that the, – the diehard Laker fans was like, who are these people? Even as far – even – as recent as last year where magic just was like, Oh, I'm not coming back. And everybody was like, what are you talking about? Like there's been so much stuff to happen to our franchise that it's just, it's going to be bittersweet. It's going to be bittersweet because, and then to not have Kobe here to see what, what we've done for him. It's 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 very very bittersweet. Um, it's like, and I know you're not used to uh, you're not used to a long drought without competing for a championship. Not usually, no. We went like seven years. That's a long time. And from Mitch Kupchak, just I don't he was mailing it in. That dude was just, he was stealing money. Because he didn't know what he was doing after a while. 
Hold on, we'll pause it just for a second. Okay. Yeah, so it'll be bittersweet for everyone, just with everything that we've been able to overcome, uh, finally getting back here. So, I can't wait. Uh, I'm ready for a good game. I don't know how good of a game it's going to be. I'm I'm thinking they're, we're going to win by double digits tonight. Only because of the circumstances and us being able to, like, make it a point to wear the jerseys and all this other shit. And, nah, I, I don't I don't see it. It's over tonight. I know I said six games. It's over tonight. Yeah, it's over tonight. I really want a sweep, but I guess I kept jinxing y'all. But it, it's it's going to be beautiful. I don't know exactly how I'm going to take it just because. I might sleep in my liquor jersey. You know, I hated the Lakers. As a Spurs fan, I hated the Lakers. And it was mutual, but I feel like it was hatred with respect. Yeah, because we were always in each other's way. We took it to each other every time. Yeah. <laughs> every time. So, you know, and I, I think I told this to you when he passed. It, it felt like a piece of my childhood had went. Yeah. Because I remember watching those Spurs Lakers, and then when we got Robert Ory, and he was the like the spur killer. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm, man, we're about to get some championships. And then we actually started winning only for y'all to have the, the, the repeat and, and all of that. <laughs> yeah. And then it took us a while to really come back together and get that fifth one. To see this team, I, I was so used to the Lakers team in the 2000s with Kobe and Derek Fisher and, once again, Robert Ory, Shaq yeah. for, for, for those first three. Rick Fox. R- Rick Fox was there. <laughs> I remember y'all had, didn't y'all have Gary Payton at one point? Yeah, we didn't win that year, though. That, was the, De- Gary that was the Detroit year. And y'all had Carmelo. Uh, Carmelo, yeah. Because that's when he said something slick about Kobe's wife. I remember that shit, boy. Yeah. yeah. Actually, when he said it, it was after the se- after he yeah, had played there. Yeah, it was afterwards. There. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Fuck, fuck. Uh, it's fuck, my man. It's fuck Carmelo forever. So, to go from, you know, that to then there was a whole decade where it was like, I don't even know what this team is anymore. We were, they were Kobe was there. Yeah. And people sort of started blaming him as if the team around him wasn't really that productive. And he's trying his best to get uh, – like, I remember, uh, what was it, like five years ago when – I think it was Mina – it wasn't Mina Kimes. Somebody wrote a story for sports – or for ESPN and Magazine about Kobe Bryant in his last season and how he was trying to get that young team to really just – It was probably, it was probably Ramona Shelburne. Yeah, it probably was. But he was trying to get them to fight, and they were looking at him like he was crazy. Yeah. And that's when he knew he had to get the hell up out of there. He he was trying to instill in them. Everybody says that mama mentality. I don't think it was that. I think it was, are you going to fight for what you want? Are you going to do everything in your power to get to your goal? And I think that's when the whole Dwight Howard story and stuff dropped, too. That's why he couldn't stand Dwight on that team. Because Dwight wasn't willing to do what he needed to do. Which, also, there, Dwight having his back all torn up that year didn't help. But I don't know if Dwight was as respondent to Kobe as he probably should have been to get to that next level. Because then Dwight left and could never find that next level again. Because, like I said a couple of episodes ago, they made Dwight out to be the, the scapegoat in Houston. 
Yeah, only for that to come out to be. We're looking now like, uh, no, maybe maybe that wasn't Dwight's fault. <laughs> maybe that wasn't on Dwight, at least entirely. Knowing how James Harding is down now and how, no, no, I don't know if that was all Dwight. Once again. Dog, we had Mike D'Antoni as a coach at one point. I remember those years. God bless you. He was going to, him and Mike Brown. Remember Mike yep. Brown was the head coach? And Kobe stared him into oblivion. I, the, the last the the last good thing that we've had happen to us, as far as like Laker moments, was Kobe's last game. So for that to be the last like oh my god moment that we've had, yeah, it's time. And boy, if you see me on Twitter tonight, don't say shit to me except for congratulations, nigga. I'm mind, not on the team, but god damn it, this is my team too. Mind your business. <laughs> We I earn this. All right, man. Let's get to week five. Okay. Okay. I was gonna pick the Bears to win last night, by the way, so I should get credit for that. No, it's too late. Okay. Is week five in NFL? The Bears beat the Buccaneers 20-19 because Tom Brady forgot what down it was. I still don't know our official records, but we're just going to pick them anyways. Uh, you gave me numbers last week, and I swear to God, that's not it. <laughs> we're not good at this. <laughs> no, nah, man, we're good. No, we're horrible. I know that those last those Monday picks, we split those. Yeah, well, we were, we were damn near... The universe was damn near agreeing with us. And then, you know, black Jesus happened. Hope you don't got COVID. I mean, nothing. What can stop that man? What He don't miss. I mean, being out a couple of weeks, would, I don't know how they would play after Even that. in that slow start, it wasn't really his fault. Guys were just uncharacteristically dropping passes. Yeah. But that's crazy how you just sat there and watched that and you go, oh, man, he going he to win this. And he won. Yeah, that boy is something else. That boy is crazy. Kansas City, y'all are blessed. Okay? Just know that. Starting with the 1 o'clock games, the Cardinals and the Jets. Cardinals. Eagles and Steelers. Steelers. I got the Eagles in that one for some reason. Okay. I don't know why. I feel like they can do it. No, you just hope they can do it. I pray they can do it. Jaguars and Texans. Texans. Panthers, Falcons. (laughs) Falcons. This is the week. This is the week. Chiefs, Raiders. We don't even have to answer that one. Uh, the one with the black quarterback. The Washington team versus the Rams. The team that has a mascot. Now into the four o'clock games. The Dolphins and the 49ers. That's going to be great. The Niners. <laughs> the Colts and Browns. I'm going to go with the Browns. I'm going to go with the Colts. That's fine. I literally haven't seen the Colts play. 
all season. I have. Not one not one play. The Giants and the Cowboys. I'm doing it this week, guys. Hey, hey, look. I'm hey, doing look. it this week, if guys. If y'all win, y'all might be at the top of y'all. This is the week. This is the week. <laughs> y'all might be at the top of y'all division. This is the week. I'm, I'm doing Giants in the upset. Is that an upset? <laughs> yes. Giants in the upset. And then the Sunday night game, the Vikings and the Seahawks. Seahawks. All right. So we have two Monday night games. Okay. Well, we have a Monday afternoon game. Well, Monday, Monday afternoon Monday night game. game. But I mean, you know, PM. <laughs> that shit is early. And then we have a Tuesday game. So for the first Monday game at five o'clock, the Broncos and the Patriots. Patriots. Then the night, the, the Monday night game, the Saints and the Chargers. I'm going go with the Saints on that one. I'm gonna go Chargers on that one. Yeah, they fucked up by puncturing hometowns long, by the way. That boy, I don't know if he's he's probably the most unlucky player in the history of football. He, and you know what's sad? It's not that he's bad. He's actually a great player. He really is. He just be getting circumstances that golly. The Bills and the Titans on Tuesday. That should be a great game. I'm gonna go Bills. I think the Titans might do it. Titans ain't played. All those niggas are sick. <laughs> Not the ones that count. Yeah, well, you got to have other players too. I think the Titans can do it. Nah, I'm gonna I'm give it. I'm gonna give it to the Bills. And yes, I, I know uh, we usually <laughs> would would wait to call the Monday games, but I have something special for the Monday show. And plus, uh, the Titans have had the most sporadic practice schedule lately. That doesn't. That's not really. Uh, that doesn't usually lead to wins. Yeah, so uh, the Monday show, I'm going to have a special game between you and our good friend, Melinda. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, man. My homegirl, Rachel, is going to help us out with that. But, yeah, it should be fun. I, I, made, I, I did my best to make sure that it was as unbiased as possible. Did you? Well, I need a ride back home. That's a big thing. Yeah, that's a long walk. Yeah, that's a long-ass walk. So I tried to make it as unbiased as possible so that both of you um, have an opportunity to come out on top. Well, we'll see, man. I don't, I don't know about you sometimes. You be on some shit. I just, just pray that if I come, just, it's not like NBC. Even though I keep fucking with it. I need to leave NBC alone. You really do. I leave NBC. I'm sorry, NBC. See how one person can apologize to to a person or entity on this show and the other person just dogs a, a two-time Hall of Famer, a member of the 100 greatest football players of all time in NFL history. Wait, what's happening right now? You don't remember what happened on Monday when we had a legend on the show? Randy Orton, legend killer. No, that wasn't what you were looking for there. Thank you for joining us on this special Friday edition. Was it the word killer that threw you off? Of this ain't a podcast. 
We will be back. The Killers were an underrated uh, alternative rock group in the 2000s. We will be back on Monday. Mr. Whiteside. No, it's the Brightside. You should play that. Not Mr. Brightside. That was you my can joint. follow the show at This Ain't a Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. You hey, man, don't ignore kid. me. You can follow my esteemed colleague over here who just will not apologize. Why would I apologize? To, uh, it's uh, too late to apologize. To the juice of all. See, this the juice is, of all serial killers. You're right. Exhibit. He got that killer juice. D-E-E. You can follow me at Well Damn Murder Spread Juice on both Instagram. Two bodies. Him and his son. We will be back on Monday. The, the other son. It will be great. We and I know these last two. I know this week this show's been kind of short. I I promise y'all on Monday that that we're gonna be in rare form. He's gonna make up for it. I, I promise y'all. Y'all it's gonna his enjoy. Fault. It's not my fault. Guys. Y'all gonna enjoy. He makes a decision about how long the episodes are. Not me. Y'all are gonna enjoy this next episode. I promise y'all. We'll see about that. Until then. Goodbye, OJ.